So for tonight's class, I don't know, the Zoom started this new thing that they announced when there's a recording in progress and we're not, I guess, is to warn everybody to stop doing whatever they were doing until that point and to come there here and look good. But uh, you have been you have been warned by the great voice of Zoom that this is being recorded. So be 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 uh, circum circumspect in what you say. That's the correct pronunciation. So so tonight, so for the past bunch of weeks, we're really laying a pretty thick foundation about discussing the laws of Sakresha de Lomichle and Enemiskav. And now I would like to, over the next couple of weeks while I'm still here, to go through a few of the applications about where this could be relevant. And I want to start at like the most basic first order application where there is the largest amount of precedent and then build from there. The problem with this application is that we're going to have to dip into a few different areas that we've touched on not directly in this series of classes, but we've touched on in our Shabbos day learning when we learned about writing. So David, I know, I know, David Leib, I know that you weren't there. So we, we, we have a Mishnah Brewer class during and after davening, depending on the season and, um, and how often we are missing a minion. <laughs> and uh, so, so we were at some point, we were touching the laws of writing. So this has to do with that as well and the laws of electricity, which we've danced around in the past and we bumped into. And the main reason why I want to start with this topic, which is going to be video recording, right? Having yourself recorded on video camera is not so much to give a definitive psaac, okay? There are, you can look up lots of different resources for a definitive psaacim. They exist, you know, obviously there are certain ways, like if you ask me practically, I can try to give you how I think, you know, the psaac is and what I and what I understand to be the consensus. But that's not what's interesting to me for, for our crowd, right? For our crowd, I'm more, I want to go into a little bit to the complexity to understand why a clear psaac is so difficult and why many people will tell you, oh, whatever, these things, obvious, yeah, it's obvious, whatever, big deal, duh, whatever. So, right, to me, like, when I hear someone talking about that, it immediately diminishes my confidence that they know what they're talking about, right? And to start with, we have to first discuss, the case is a person, the classical, the kind of canonical case, the original case, was when they had a closed circuit television camera, and the following assumptions are made. Number one, it's not being recorded anywhere. So you walk in front of a camera, it just relays the information to a screen somewhere and the person can see it on the screen. And the discussion is purely that when by walking in front of it, you directly cause your image to be displayed on the screen, okay? Now, the first question is, before we get to issues of intent and all these different things, the question is, are you, what is the prohibition of having yourself be recorded on the screen? Of first, the first order question is, what is the issue with generating a picture to start with? Okay, um, so that Tredia Rambam and there's other sources for it that even though we formally define writing as two letters, right? Um, in fact, there is a kind of many clear sources that drawing a picture is also considered to be writing as well. Now, you can ask the very obvious question: Why is every letter not a picture? Okay. And again, that's where the complexity comes in, which is why none of these things are obvious, right? So the, the basic explanation is because it has to do with the notion of meaning, 
right? Which in itself, again, right, is extremely complicated, right? What gives letters? So a letter is, is meaningless until it's combined with another letter, until it makes a word, but a letter itself is nothing. And again, so, you know, this is where you spend 15 hours in yeshiva on, right? When you learn through the Sugi of Ksiva and you understand the notion of a Dabr Chashuv, the concept of a Chashuv, something which is valuable, what is the minimum kind of unit of value when it comes to writing? How do we define minimum value, right? That's something that's considered to be a productive act. So with letters, it's a name. So then there's a question of what's it, what's a picture, right? If you draw a straight line, is that a picture, right? Well, there are plenty of them hanging in the Guggenheim. So, you know, one can argue that is a picture, right? So th that I don't want to get into because that again is that's where the complexity is and that's where the lumdus is and that's where you have to go through the sugya and you have to go through the rishayim and not kind and really bang your head against the wall a whole bunch of times until it opens and then you know the sugya not not your brain obviously um and then i mean if, if you need that to open your mind you should probably do, do, do that as well but the that that's that that was very difficult okay so we're going to ignore all that and pretend we understand it and say that a image is writing and we'll take that as a kind of gospel, yeah, to uh, appropriate something from, from, from some other people. Now, given that an image is, is, is writing, so an image is, Maza gospel, okay. <laughs> so so, so given, given that an image is writing, right? So we're gonna say that image is writing and, and you're, you stepping in front of the camera is an image, okay? So, so you, by walking in front of the camera have generated an image. Now, we know in Shabbos, there is an idea of that the mulacha has to be done in the proper way. So normally writing is done by hand, you inscribe, you write by hand. So if you write in a different way, or you draw in a different way, and I remember, um, there was this like form of there was this painter, or I forget or somewhere where they used to like, kind of cover themselves in paint and roll over a canvas, right? and create, I forget, you can look it up, but, but, you know, or at least, you know, I'm not sure if that's actual modern art or it's a parody of modern art, whatever it is, but there, there existed such, such, such notions of art, okay? So would that be Asur on Shabbos? Is that, is that what's called Derek Siva? Is that, you know, correct? So walking in front of a camera, is that Derek Siva? So then you're going to have to get into the question of if this, if this is the norm for this form of technology, is that called Derek Siva or not, okay? Fine. But given that this is Derechsim, and, and by the way, I'm not saying like, oh, we have so many Sveikos, so it's for sure permissible. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying in each level, there is complexity that you need to think about. So, and this is what like Rav Moshe talks about, and Shomazama talks about, and if, when you go through the response, so you see that, that these people were kind of playing with like this monstrous, this kind of like this incredibly complex and difficult topic trying to like distill it as much as they can and feed it to simple people. And that, as I'm sure you guys know from your respective fields, is an incredibly challenging task to do. So, so that's what they were trying to do, which is why these responses, especially those that are written by very popular postgame, the reason why they're popular is because people think that they understand them. And that can often lead to a lot of miscommunication. Um, so that being said, um, so let's say this is all considered dark siva. This is all a problem. So Rav Moshe brings up and Rav Shemuzama brings up the reasons why this is not formal siva, 
Rav Moshe says because it's a it's writing which doesn't last, right? So in their case where it's not being recorded, okay, it's just showing up on the screen while you're there and then disappearing. So this is considered to be ksiva so since so since it's not miskayim, it doesn't last. Therefore, it 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 should definitely not be a biblical prohibition. Okay, not that it's 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 not a malacha de'oraisa. It's not biblical because it's ain't miskayim. Rabbi Shlomozaman wants to go a little bit further. He wants to say that that even even you know kind of to explain more why it's ain't miskayim is not because you walk in and out of the frame. He says it's Ain Miskayim because the very nature of what's happening there, right? The light shining on the background, shooting the electrons, whatever it is, it's not, it's something that kind of has to be Yom, you know, what they say about Hashem, right? Um uh whatever, uh right? That's something which kind of has to be constantly done. It's not something which exists in a static form, right? So writing, you write, there's what we call a certain in, in like the yeshivish language, right? There's a if to, there is, I'm sure it's not a proper, you know, Yiddish word, but I don't care, right? So there's an if to, because Yiddish is created this way. There's an if to, an if to means that something has been accomplished, right? So you can walk away from it and it's still there. It's not something which is kind of, you know, constantly having to be done. So therefore that, that so, so Rav considers this to be very much kind of undermining undermining the notion of ksiva. Now, let's say it's being recorded. Now, if it's being recorded, Rav Shomazalman's argument, so there, there becomes, again, there is complexity there, right? Because Rav Moshe says that the reason why it's not ksiva is because it's Ene Miskai, right? It doesn't last. And let's say according to Rav Shomazalman, it doesn't last. So now the problem with recording is that the image and the lasting are really two separate things, right? Because the image is what kind of what we think about, right? It's the display. What's well, being recording, whether it's analog, it's a, back in the days when they had real film and it was kind of imprinted on the film, then that's you know more, uh, more problematic because over there you're actually really putting an image on the film, right? But in the days of kind of digital recording, when you're storing, you know, kind of digital information. So the digital information is not an image, right? It's not really visible or something we can have any concept of. And many people say, right, that the recording of digital information is not Siva for us because it, we have no concept of understanding it or writing it, it's something which is invisible. So many want to say that this is not Siva, right? Um, but so the question is, is that if it's reproducible, whatever you want to through the thing. And you're creating something that it could constantly be able to be recreated, right? And, and that impression exists in some form. Is that called miskayemis or not? Okay. I'm not going to say either way. I'm just going to say that I, I'm not, because I don't think there's an easy answer, yes or no. I think you have to learn the sugya well and then come out with how you come out. But but it, it's it, 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 it's it to me it's not it's not obvious either way, okay. Fine. So now we have our problem. So the problem is right. We have a, someone walking in front of the camera. He makes an image. It's a davar shein and Let's say according to Ramosha and according to the others, let's say we've downgraded it to a malacha At worst, it's a malacha Okay. 
because it's Adam Miskayim, so you'll say, fine, if it's being recorded, maybe it's Miskayim. Okay. So let's go super lenient and say, no, it's, it's, it, it doesn't make a difference. It's completely at worst, the worst possible scenario is that what you're doing is a Dirabana, right? And we're talking about something which is constantly recording and all this, and then this is, and this is Dirabana. Fine. But still, Dirabana, right? We still, right? We still go kind of to unpleasant places for. So, so therefore, right, it's not going to help you that much, right? It's also going to be So then they want to get involved into what we were talking about. If you remember, we brought a few different opinions about psikresha delonichole, right? So what's happening over here? You're walking in front of the thing. You have no intention to record anything, okay? You're walking in front of an apartment building. They have a video camera in front. You have no intention. So there's a, so it's enamaskavin, right? You have no intention. But there is, but it's a psikresha because it's for sure because it's for sure going to happen. But it's still nichale because you don't benefit. Now I will get to the case of nichale because nichale is very common. But let's go for now a case of loy nichale, loy nichale. So it's loy nichale to have yourself recorded. You have no meaning. You, you don't benefit from it. I'm not even talking about that. You know you don't want to be spotted because you're because you're robbing someone's house. Even if you have innocent motives of walking by the apartment building, you don't benefit from it. Okay, so Ramosha said that it's a psikresha de lo de rabbanon that's mutter. Okay, why is that true? Ramosha is basing it on, if you remember, we had four opinions by a psikresha de lo We had the Aruch that says it's completely uh, permissible. Then I mentioned there's a trimasadeshen, right? And I believe a Magan Avram that at least he understands the, the trimasadeshen, and the trimasadeshen understands the Mordechai this way. That all psikresha is permissible by a derabanan, right? Which we don't follow. This is the consensus is not like this because this is a very big leniency. The only place where we do kind of consider this is by Amir Lakam, right? You are allowed to ask a non-Jew to do something that is a psikresha, right? So you're allowed to ask a non-Jew to open your fridge, even if it will definitely turn on the light because it's a psikresha. And that we saw from uh, Rebbe Kiveger in, in the laws of Amir Lakam. But in general, psikresha by the Rabbanon, we believe is, 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 is Aser. But there is an opinion of the, um, the, the, the Trimus Adashen. Then we had a Taisvis on Kuf Gimel and Shabbos. And we had Taisvis and Subis that brought two other examples. They said that in the case of a Rabbanon, psikresha de lo is mother. Psikresha de lo is permissible by a Rabbanon. That was one view. There was another view that made it sound like only if there was Mako Mitzvah. It was mutter. And the final view is that psikresha del nichle is completely forbidden. Ramosha Feinstein seems to follow the view that says psikresha by a derabanan if it's lo nichle is permissible. And Abshomaz Amun seems to follow a similar view. So that's why they say walking in front of a video camera since you don't want it. And it, there's, sorry, since it's not your intention. And it's a derabanan. And it's lo nichle. So it's going to be permissible. Okay? Now, what if it's Nikhale? So what's a case of Nikhale? The case of Nikhale was the big controversy that happened at the beginning of COVID, right? Having your Seder or your Shabbos services on Zoom, right? So you start Zoom before Shabbos. And with Zoom, there's an additional issue, which I'm not getting to, which is the issue of um, Hashma's call, right? That when your voice is being transmitted, right, there's a whole nother conversation about audio recording. I'm not getting into that, right? That's also extremely problematic, okay? 
Now, Dvora Richmond, uh, Dr. Richmond, she yelled at me when I say there are things that are prohibited. I call them problematic because it makes it sound like there are people who say it's fine. And I'm just saying it's a problem. I say that when I think that something is completely prohibited. I'm just calling it problematic because there are, I, I don't like saying like dogmatic things because it's halacha and there's complexity. Not that it's fungible. And I think that there's truth, objective truth, but I still like to use the language of problematic because to invoke further conversation, not to say that I think it's permissible I don't. I think it's us or gummer to use Zoom on Shabbos. Okay? Not just me. I think the consensus of many, many postcards like this, and I am but a small fry. Um, the, the, uh, the, uh, the point being, I'm just trying to clarify in case uh, Dvara ever listens to this. Um, so she should know that I took her muster to heart. Now, the, that being said, right, so the audio is a whole different issue, but even the, the kind of the video recording, right? So A, very often people record Zoom. So you'll say, okay, we're not, we're not gonna record the video, fine. But so there, there's the issue of Ramosha. So there it's a psikresha denichale, right? Because you want it to happen and you are, and you are miscaving, right? There's not even a question of psikresha, you're actively miscaving. So all you have over there really is the question of printing your image on the screen. And that, according to Ramosh, according to many others, is definitely very likely to be a Isra de Rabbanon. People go back and forth. You can reread, there were many, many responsa published at the beginning of uh, COVID. You can read them all, just, just look to see which ones actually talk about Talacha and which ones are just saying, oh, natural disaster, do, do whatever you want, martial law, whatever. Okay, because um, I, I, I have, I, I, I don't, yeah, whatever. Uh, now, the, that being rant over, um, so, but Zoom is gonna be a problem because Zoom is not gonna solve any of these issues because uh, you have, again, it's not a psych ratio over there and it's not a miscoffin because you fully intend to be recorded. Um, but there is a more complicated case. And the more complicated case is if, let's say you have a ring doorbell, right? Or you have a security camera. Now, you want the security camera to record people, right? But you don't necessarily care if it records you, right? Because, I mean, unless you're robbing your, your own home and you want to catch yourself, then uh, talk to a psychiatrist. But, but, the, the, uh, but generally speaking, you don't really care if it records you or your family or your friends or whatever it is, right? So, so what you care about is that it records, you know, the people stealing your packages. Now, is that nichale or not? And is that A, nichale or B, is that miscaven, right? You put it there for it to record, you want it to record, but you don't necessarily want it to record you. Or, I mean, it's not nichale, you don't benefit from it recording you. So the fact that you're benefiting from it recording, but your action, of going in front of it, it's not recording you? Is that called Nikhali? So that is actually a very, very complicated question in general in Nikhali, right? Because is Nikhali, right? Do, do you want this to be happening in general, even if in any specific case, it may not be a benefit? Is that called Nikhali? So many Pais can say, this is a problem of Nikhali, that even if it, you don't care if it records you, the fact that you want it to be recording for other people 
and you want it to be doing what it's doing, that's called nichle. It's ene miskaven, but it's nichle. So this is a very subtle, kind of very, very subtle distinction, right? Because according to the Trimus Adeshen, who says, Psikresha, even if it's nichle, is mutter by a derabanan, is permissible by a rabbinical prohibition. If you believe that this is only a uh, uh, rabbinical prohibition, then it's fine. If it were to be considered miskaven, then it would not be fine, because that would be a real deoraisa. So, you understand what I'm saying? Sorry, so that would be a real derabanum. So, the fact that you don't want it to record you, right, so you're aiming miskavit because you're not intending when you're walking in front of it to be recorded. You're not trying to be recorded. You don't want to be recorded, right? So it's aiming miskavit. But many pais can say, yes, but since you want this to be on and recording, it's still considered to be nichle, which is very subtle. And, and, and to me, it's not clear. It's not clear to me. But, that, but, that's, but, that's, but that's what, what, what many pais can say. Okay, so that covers the issue of a video camera. So you have a simple video camera, it records. Again, if you're just walking in front of it, it's mutter according to the Paiskin because it's Edemus Kayemes and because it's only the Rabbanan and it's a Psikresha delay Nikolay. And some people say you don't even have to rely on Psikresha because a recording that, that doesn't last is nothing. And we said even if it is recorded, right, you have to know if that's considered to be Miskayim because it's being recorded in a different format and you have to reproduce it each time. It's not that, it's not that uh, straightforward. Okay. Now, what if it's a motion activated video camera? Now that's much more problematic because over there, when you walk in front of it, you're actually triggering electricity, right? Some kind of electric signal, you break a laser, whatever it is, and it starts recording. So now we get into the question of electricity. Now, it's important to understand with electricity that many people think electricity is not really a shiloh, whatever it is, it's a drabana, and people didn't really know, know the science, whatever it is. It's not true. The Chazanesh spent a really long time understanding the science of electricity. Rabbi Shalman spent a really long time understanding the science of electricity. And if you look at Litzitzeliezer and others, whenever they write about these types of questions, they did their homework. Now, does it make them physicists? No. They're not, they don't claim to be physicists, right? But we can understand most of what we need about electricity from a, from a Wikipedia article, right? How much it's relevant to Shabbos. So it, it's not true that, that they didn't know. So people say, okay, whatever it is, but come on. I mean, it was a, so there are some Paiskim, some people who wrote Chuvis many, many years ago when it first came out that they talk, didn't understand what was happening. And there's lots of reasons for that. But the main people who still are around today and people are quoting, like the Chazanish, and this is not just like uh, uh, familial loyalty, understand very well what's going on. That's that's point number one. But point number two, um, Feynman, there's a famous story with Feynman or Feynman, I always forget how he's pronounced. Feynman, I think. Feynman, yeah? Okay. Feynman went to YU one time to give a physics talk, right? He writes about this in his book, Surely You're Joking, Mr. Feynman. I do not recommend reading it. Um, it's a fascinating book, really, really funny. Uh, it's not super appropriate. Um, I, I, I was uninformed uh, because Feynman was an interesting guy and liked doing um, talks at long length about where he liked to work. And it was not in a library. It was in a certain type of establishment that's not necessarily 
one would be he could miss you to do math. He was a fascinating guy. I love his physics lectures. Um, I owned his physics book. I thought he was he was he was oh here's the physics, <laughs> but he was he was a really he was an amazing pedagogue. You know, he was an amazing teacher and he was hilarious. And when he talks about what he did at Los Alamos, was he the man of the moral standard that I aspire to, especially in areas of Shmir Senayim? No. Um, and uh, whatever. So you can read the book and, or not and depends on whatever, on your values. But the point is, is that in there he has a story where he goes to YU and in YU they asked him, is electricity fire? Um, so Feynman was very intrigued by this question. He says, oh, why do you want to know? And then he said, because they were learning the laws of electricity on Shabbos, and they wanted to ask him. <laughs> he got really angry, and he wrote like two paragraphs to this in the book, which I found fascinating, because I'm sure that 99% of people who read the book probably were like not that interested in this passage. But the one yeshiva guy who had a father who was a physicist who actually read the book was laughing for like three years about this story. Either way, he blows up about how angry he is that people want to know physics for ulterior motives other than the beauty of science itself. And this is like a terrible appropriation of physics and whatever. And then he proceeded to say, no, because uh, electricity, and you guys could obviously correct me. Uh, I think he said that, that electricity is a physical process, not a chemical one. And fire is a chemical process. I think he, I may, I may be misstating it. Yeah, Jacob? Sorry, I'm more just shaking my head at this is completely a useless answer. If that is the answer, that's just such a useless. Exactly. So, like, so, so, the, so, so and, and the thing is, if you look at the study of electricity, like nobody's concerned with fire there. What they're concerned with fire is specifically in the case of an, of an incandescent bulb where it glows from the heat. And there's a whole, and there's a whole different issue there. But normally electricity, what, what the sugya is, right, has to do with questions of molid, right, of creating a new use on Shabbos. Um, the Chazanish's famous thing is about Bona, that by completing the circuit is considered to be an act of building. And my favorite is when I talk to somebody who doesn't really know a lot, and they say, this is crazy. How could it possibly be Bona? You're not building anything. It's just a flicking the switch. And, it's, and I'm just like, so you don't know Bona. I, 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 I hear. <laughs> When you learn the sugya of Baina, you learn that a lot of things that you wouldn't think are Baina, because they fit into the technical parameters of Baina, are Baina. For example, you would not think that when you pop a pimple, right, and when you do it to be able to kind of let some air get in and get rid of the pus, that's Binyan on Shabbos. That's Asr. Yeah. So that sounds crazy to us. Okay, fine. You know, our intuition is not super reliable about what things are true or not. So, so, you know, when you learn to suck your bite and you go down to the brass tacks and you go through exactly what kind of, based on the press and based on the way the, the circuit talks about it, what constitutes kind of down to the thing, the ingredients of bone, Chaznish is making a very, very strong argument. Many people disagree with him. In America, Ramosha and many others don't follow that. That's why in America, we tend to treat electricity as a derabana, right? Either because of Makabapatish or Mailer or other things, we tend to treat the electricity, which does not involve a light bulb, as a derabanan. In Israel, many poskims, because the Chaznish was more the dominant poskim in Israel, they tend to be a little bit more leaning to the side of the Orisa. But by us, it's a derabanan. Okay? 
Um, now, because it's the Rabbanan, so then walking in front of, if we go with the reasoning of Rav Moshe, so then a motion sensor, so you walk into our, you know, there's, there are motion sensors all over campus, right? You walk in. Now, if the motion sensor turns on the light in the room, then that's a psikresha, which is nichale. That's nichale, right? So that would be a problem. If it's a motion sensor that's starting a recording or alerting somebody or kind of clicking on on and off, whatever it is, which, which we had, if you remember in the room, which we were using kind of in between, you know, during winter, winter break, that kind of room with all the exposed pipes, right? On top of the door, there was a motion sensor and the light will kind of click on and off when we walked in, but it didn't have any effect. I'm not sure what it was there for, what it, what, what it was recording, but but it, it didn't affect us at all, right? So over there, we have a psikresha de, de lo nichale by a derabana, right? Because in America, we tend to be lenient that, that electricity is a derabana. Psikresha de lo nichale by a derabana, it's motor, right? If it would turn on the light, or if this was a security system that we cared about, that we wanted it to record motion, that would be much more complicated because that would be a psikresha de nichale by a derabana. So, when it turns on the light, that's more, that's much more of an issue, which is why when we had motion sensors in, 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 let's say our Yom Narayim space or other places, right? So we would ask a non-Jew to, because as we said before, it's mutter to do Amir Lakam by ape Sikresha, right? So we would ask a non-Jew to go in and turn on the light over there to go in. He was going in, it was ape Sikresha for him, and therefore it was permissible. I, we benefited from, from, from the light. So if he had his own user to go do something or he was security personnel and it was job to go check the room and that's what, what kind of how we, how we framed it, um, then that's fine. Now, what about us sitting in the room with the light on already and we're moving around and that's preventing the light from shutting off? That's the much more complicated area. So over there, since every individual movement is not a psychratia, right? We are allowed to move. Um, then there is this interesting question. Well, in aggregate, over time, it's for sure going to happen. But these are a whole bunch of different people. So many people say that's not a problem because no individual person and no individual action is going to trigger the light. So we're, we're right, and you don't know. The other thing is, is that if something is an invisible process that we don't see the effect or anything, some people want to say that there's no chil shabbos on that. I don't understand where they're coming from. It sounds like a Interesting rabbinical assumption. I don't get where they're coming from with that, but but that is something which is which is one of the reasons. And I wrote a tshuva to Rabbi Adam Stein about this actually, when when we were choosing a room, he wrote to me that he was very concerned about the motion sensors in the room, and I wrote him a long tshuva, which he then vetted with his rabbis. And even though he they and 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 I think that they were uh, um, on board with it. Um, so that's why it was it was permitted in that case. But the complexity in a in that area in that in, in in that case is because we want it to happen. That's why it's a problem, right? Because we want the light to be on and whatever. Now, the, it's not so so. Someone wants to say that wait a minute. Well, why is it nichale if it's a daytime and there's light in the room and we don't need the light? It's not nichale. That's not true. So if you remember, we talked about when there's some light in the room and a non-Jew turns on the light for you, we said it was permissible because you already had, you know, you were, you were already able to read the book without the light. So this was just called uh, Tosefas Hana, adding, adding pleasure. And that's not a problem. 
But that's not true for Nichale. So that is only, when it comes to the non-Jew, it's only a problem if the non-Jew gave you a use which you didn't have before. Nichale is purely a question of tangential benefit, right? When you open up your fridge door, you can get the stuff out with the light on or off. But it's clear if you turn on the light, all the posts can consider that to be Nichale. Okay, that's that. So we've covered video recording in case where it's recorded, where it's not recorded, where you want it, where you don't want it, and video recording, which is triggered by a motion sensor. What we still need to cover, and what's going to be, um, you know, some more of, of, of an issue for next time is voice recording, right, which is how we started this issue of Alexa. There are shyness about smart devices, right? So if let's say, you know, you are in your house and you have these different thermostats, whatever it is, how could you kind of, you know, and, and they turn things on or off when you walk into a room, you leave a room, right? All these different things. There, there could be some more, some more nuance and, and we'll talk about that next time, okay? Does anybody have any questions uh, uh, before we wrap up? No questions. No questions. All right. In that case, I'm glad that we've achieved a uh, consensus. Um, we'll, we'll, or whatever. We'll stop here and I will see everyone in Mirchashem next week. All right.